0: Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, Those Who Can't Do. The boy loved grand discoveries. He dreamed of sailing the seas, traveling across the world in search of knowledge. He loved to hear about great deeds, wrought by great men and dreamed of someday participating in them. He loved music and beautiful melodies and chants and dreamed of singing them at the top of his voice with praise and thanksgiving. But he could not. He could not go on great adventures of discovery. He could not change the course of history. He could not even sing. He could at one time, when he was very young. That was, until an infection took away his ability to move most of his body on his own, and so affected his mouth that he could not sing and was barely intelligible when he spoke his body was such that he had to have someone arrange his limbs and then he would just remain in that position until someone else came along to move them again it was a shame such a bright young boy stunted before he ever had a chance at greatness there would be no great travels for this young boy, no history-altering quests, no singing of great deeds. But while the infection had destroyed his body, it had not destroyed his mind. So the boy set himself to using his mind to the greatest extent he could. If he could not travel and make great discoveries, he would learn to study great discoveries from his room. If he could not make history, he would write about history. If he could not sing, he would write music that others could sing. As this young boy grew into a man, his condition did not improve but his work did. His writings were renowned across the known world, as was his music. When this man died, he died one of the most respected scholars of his day, so famous, in fact, that in addition to his own great works, many other notable compositions are attributed to him. He put his trust in God when he was still a young boy deprived of the movement of his limbs and the use of his mouth. Instead of turning to despair, he turned to God and gave God all that he had to give. A young boy who grew into a great scholar from the monastery of Reichenau named Blessed Herman, the Cripple. And for this week,
1: that's the word. Special thanks to Mia for suggesting the topic of Herman the Cripple.
0: Absolutely. And I'm also excited for other listeners who have given us ideas of possible stories. And we look forward to doing the research on those and hopefully coming up with a wonderful, wholesome tale, just like we did based on Mia's suggestion.
1: We have actually a few in the works, and if you have a suggestion of your own, be sure to leave it at thunderrock.org.
0: Absolutely.
1: And the thing that
0: amazes me about Herman the Cripple, and first of all, how many people have chose Herman as the confirmation saint? And I think he'd be a fabulous confirmation saint to have, because there are so many doors closed to him just naturally in life with his illness, and yet he was persistent and he was persevering, and he found how God wanted him to spend his life and use the gifts that God had given him, not only for his own sanctification, but also for the betterment of the church and the betterment of society around him with his scholarly work. So much so that people attribute things to him that may actually not be written of him, but that just shows his reputation
1: of holiness, and scholarly work. He is credited with writing the Alva Redemptus Mater and Salva Regina. And from what I understand, we probably didn't, but they are still two of the most beautiful hymns that the Catholic Church has. Really, the Salva Regina is a hymn that every Catholic should know, and you often hear at the end of Mass. Yes, and also one of the things, and, and just
0: for those who are not familiar with the Salva Regina, many of you who pray the rosary, will know that it is essentially the Hail Holy Queen prayer. It's the prayer that's said at the end of the rosary, but this is the original Latin, the Salve Regina, Hail Queen, Salve Regina. And uh, one of the things at funerals for priests or relatives of priests or any funeral where there's a large gathering of priests that are concelebrating, one of the beautiful things is as the casket is placed in the hearse, there is normally just a priest who spontaneously starts chanting the Salve Regina, and all the priests join in. It's a very touching and moving uh, hymn, especially when you think about the prayer that is actually said, uh, asking for the intercession of the Mother of
1: God. If you enjoy, that's the word. Please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story. Those who can't do at ThunderRock.org, where you can see an image of. Blessed Herman the Cripple. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas like Mia did for this episode. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole
0: family.